The five-year anniversary of a book I co-authored, Marketing in the Round, has come and gone now. And as I wrote in a blog post this past winter, I find it astounding that we're still, still talking about silos and communications and marketing. Did no one read my book? (laughs) Do I need to write another one? Tweet, Etzman sucks if I should write another one. Or if you know why on earth people are still working in silos, I don't get it. And I'm just joking about writing another book. Not happening. Most organizations are still riddled with silos. Silos that separate the different people who make different content so they don't know what's going on and audiences get inconsistent messages. When the right arm doesn't know what the left arm is doing, it's a silo and it's maddening. And because too many people outside of our exceptional clients and fabulous community aren't doing it yet, today we're talking on another section of the PESO model. This is one of the big but most misunderstood ones. Are you ready? Let's go. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back. Today we're talking about the second letter in the PESO model, the E, which stands for earned media. Earned media is the backbone of your communications plan because when it's done right, it's not just throwing your business or product in front of the masses. It's throwing you in front of the right audiences. And it's a strategy that will allow your brand to develop the kind of recognition, trustworthiness, and authority that you need to succeed with your target demographic. It's also easily one of the most underestimated letters in the PESO acronym. Earned media has three foundational pillars search engine optimization, lead generation, and brand awareness. And it's all about building relationships with various media, bloggers, influencers, and in some cases, investors. Good earned media campaigns will tick all three boxes with every piece that goes out. Now, did you catch the keyword there? Relationships. As in you have to work to build them. They don't just happen overnight. This is a part of your strategy that's going to take some time to execute. And it's really important that anyone who creates content or does outreach on your team is singing the same tune. Otherwise, it's going to look like you don't know what you're doing. Earned Media is all about publicity, media relations, whatever you want to call it. It's about getting your name in print, convincing a newspaper or trade publication to write about you. Same thing goes for TV, radio, podcasting, across the board. It's what the PR industry is traditionally known for. And it's tangible and powerful. Essentially, it's a rubber stamped seal of approval from journalists, influencers, and bloggers that your target demographic view as an authority on the subject. Their authority transfers to you, boosting your credibility with your market. I want to emphasize the usefulness of contributed content such as guest posts, podcast appearances, and guest spots on live streams. You don't have to wait for people to come to you. Network, pitch, make requests, make offers. Putting in the time and putting yourself out there is still earning media. By doing the groundwork of figuring out who the most important influencers in your industry are and starting to make connections with the decision makers there, you're creating not only content that will help you reach your goals, you're creating a network of people who want to help you. Getting your brand in front of more potential clients and getting the digital content out there in a way that search engines will start to recognize. One of the simplest and most effective strategies or examples of earned media is the guest article or blog post on a website that's well known in your industry with a link that leads viewers, readers, listeners back to your own site. 
For us, that would be something like Inc. or Forbes. But depending on your brand or business, it could be the Llama Farmers Daily or the Train Enthusiast Digest. Authority and relevance to your audience is, well, relative. By having a high authority, relevant website linked to your own site with the right anchor text or targeted keywords, taking care of that critical SEO, and a compelling call to action, you're generating leads, which you can then optimize and nurture into qualified buyers. And finally, you're building brand awareness by placing interesting content in publications your prospective buyer is reading. All that from a blog post. I know, it boggles the mind. (laughs) But you don't just wake up and say, I want to write for Forbes or the Llama Farmers Daily. It takes time and it takes some credibility to be able to do that kind of thing. So let's start a little further back along the chain. Make sure your content is valuable, interesting, and exclusive and get to work. I'm not being facetious. That's really the most important part and it's what you should be doing already. If you're not sure how to take your already excellent content and never-ending list of ideas and turn them into compelling pitches, here's a very quick and dirty process to get started. Number one, define your primary keywords. First, you need to define the top 10 specific topics you want to rank for on Google and generally want to be associated with. Then, do a Google search using the Moz toolbar to see which high-authority publications, both blogs and media outlets, are ranking on pages one or two for that topic. That becomes your target pitch list. Number two, identify your target publications. Then identify which of these places regularly take contributed content and have previously published content that's on a related topic to your own. This shows you they have an interest in the subject matter and have a good likelihood of accepting your pitch. If you're not sure how to find out if they accept submissions, go up to your search bar at the top and type in site, type in the site, let's just use spinsucks, spinsucks.com colon, and then type in what you're looking for. So I would do in like, if you were looking for spinsucks, you would go to your search bar and type in site colon spinsucks.com and then guest bloggers, something like that, except submission, something like that. So site colon spinsucks.com, and then whatever you're searching for. And what that does is it allows you to search specifically on the site, all right? So when you hit enter, the result will be a list of any poster pages on the site that have the word guest in them. So you can click through to a couple and verify if you could be one of them or if they're just talking about guest blogging. And then number three is watch and wait. After you create your first blog post or other piece of content for one of your primary keyword phrases or subtopics, you want to wait 30 days before publishing your second piece of content. After you have those two pieces of content live, you're ready to start pitching other blogs and media outlets to contribute content on the same topic. The reason for this is you want to have a little background on your site that an editor can see to make sure you know what you're talking about. So those three things are define your primary keywords, identify your target publications, and watch and wait. Once you've done those three things, and if your industry is kind of like my industry, you do know we accept guest contributors, right? Members of the SpinSucks community are welcome to pitch posts for the SpinSucks blog, and I'd love to hear what you have in mind. Google SpinSucks guest post to find the page that has all of the details. Now, as much as I love guest posting and other contributed content, it's not the only way to get you in media. There are plenty more. Traditional media relations and connecting with new influencers can be powerful tools in building your brand, not rebuilding, building. Remember a few weeks ago when I talked about how the key to social media was, well, to be social? 
Building the relationships you need with influencers on these sites works the same way as building the relationships with your audience. Be there, be present, engage. Then don't be afraid to make requests. If you're polite, on topic, and respectful of the answer, most people won't mind. Provide content you think their audience would like and ask them to share it. Some will say no and some will say yes. But the more people who say yes, the more easily people will do it in the future. And what's the worst they're going to do? Say no? Okay. Those shares and mentions can go on working for you forever and for free. Because of earned media's credibility, its effect grows at a higher rate. It can even breed more earned media through organic growth. When you think of earned media versus paid media, I want you to think about it like this. Paid media will get you in front of new and massive audiences. But earned media is sort of like word of mouth. Word of mouth has been shown to be far more effective than paid media, why it's crucial for gaining authority and building sales, but it definitely takes longer. By engaging influencers that have close and sometimes personal relationships with their followers, brands are able to break through the clutter online and drive awareness and purchase intent. One of the key reasons behind the shift to influencer marketing is because consumers are tuning out traditional display ads. With so much noise bombarding the average consumer, earned media is one more way of surviving the quality filter. The best strategy will be to combine reach and noise with credibility and creativity. Do you need more ideas for how to get started? I talked with a couple of SpinSucks community members and this is what they said. These are totally fun. So when Friends Chicago and Mighty Bytes owner Tim Frick launched EcoGrader, their website sustainability tool, they ran the Fortune 100 companies through it and sent the scores to certain media outlets. Because one of the companies at the bottom of the list was a sustainable paper company, it earned them some media coverage in the Chicago Sun-Times and in Fast Company. It also got them some hate mail from the Canadian company at the bottom of the list. They said to Tim and his team, I think you are not in a position to give Quebec citizens a lesson about green electricity. <laughs> Despite the angry grams, it was a cool way to build awareness for EcoGrader and for Mighty Bites. Fun, easy way to do that. Greg Brooks, owner of West Third in Las Vegas and truly one of the most hilarious members of the Spin Sucks community, once offered to let reporters help tear down a freeway. All they had to do was show up with a jackhammer. He said it had about 100 flavors of OSHA violation, but they had wall-to-wall -wall coverage. The project was the reconstruction of I-15 in Salt Lake City, which they did to prepare for the Winter Olympics in 2002. At the time, it was the largest design-build transportation project in the nation, coming in at about $1.3 billion. The region had never gone through major infrastructure reconstruction before, so tensions and worries were high, and media interest was even higher. This particular event was the start of construction, the teardown of a freeway overpass, and Greg's goal was to get saturation coverage in market. It was planned from the start that he would be the good cop, which I said almost said bad cop because he's typically the bad cop, but in this case, he was the good cop to the construction boss's bad cop. He knew they couldn't really let reporters use the jackhammers, again, OSHA violations, but he had a great plan. On the night of the event, about 25 people showed up on the top of the overpass to watch the initial demolition. He asked one of the construction workers to let a reporter use the jackhammer. She couldn't do it without help, so they avoided the OSHA violation, but she did manage to get in 10 or 20 seconds of assisted hammering. Her station loved it, and others captured the footage for grins. About the time a guy who could handle the jackhammer wanted to try, Greg gets shut down by the construction boss, the bad cop, 
And so this was pre-planned and it included him talking about their obsessiveness regarding safety. They went this route because people pay more attention to a safety lecture when they're being surrounded by big stuff happening than if they'd sat in a conference room beforehand and talked about it. These guys were going to be swarming the project for months, so it was important for them to know what's what. In the end, Greg saved the day, you know, because not every reporter could use the jackhammer, by negotiating for the media to take turns in a cat excavator fitted for demolition. There was no OSHA violation because they didn't get to touch the controls without a train guy's hands also on them. He said the reporters were like little kids getting to tear up a little chunk of freeway. And let's be honest, I totally would have shown up with a jackhammer had I been invited. <laughs> if you don't have a website sustainability tool or don't have a PR stunt up your sleeve, there are lots of other ways you can garner earned media coverage. Create a list of books and podcasts you want to review. Every author and podcaster needs reviews and ratings to gain more traction. <coughs> uh, we love getting reviews too. It's not too late. Publishing a thorough and honest review gives you a great conversation starter and reason to reach out as long as you're careful not to make it seem like it's a tit for tat kind of thing. Write the review because you like the content, not to get extra benefit out of it. For your LinkedIn connections, did you know you can create tags such as influencer, blogger, journalist, or super cool kids so you can follow what they post and then comment and share on it? That can be a huge time saver. And then answer questions on Quora. There are people out there right now wondering what they are doing about the specific problem your company can solve. They are posting those questions on Quora. If one person is asking out loud, dozens aren't speaking up, but they might just be lurking. All right. If you have a great idea for how to get or leverage earned media that I haven't mentioned here, I'd love, love, love to hear it. I love these stories. Find me on Twitter at SpinSucks and let me know what it is. You can also join our amazing group of PR professionals at SpinSucks.com slash community and tell everyone there. I cannot wait to hear what you come up with or what you did after listening to this episode. Next time, we're going to discuss how to best wield credibility and creativity through shared media or social media as we keep exploring the peso model in depth. I will see you next time. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 